0: what I would like to tell all the listeners is that you are first of all a consumer, even if you are in any sector, you are first of all a consumer. So wherever you see or you hear that uh, consumer rights are being infringed, please take action. Uh, We want to call on you also to use your networks to spread the message. Let us uh, have safe food for our own good because if uh, our food is safe, then our health will be safe. Then we'll have a a, healthy, a nation and a healthy world to live in. Are you wondering how you can
1: learn more about food? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Chakula Podcast, brought to you by the Root to Food Initiative, a show that celebrates authentic Kenyan dishes and serves you hot conversations about food in Kenya from an economic, social, and political lens. Semanasi kwenye social media at Root to Food on Instagram at root to food on Twitter and root to food on Facebook. And now, here's your host, Felicitas Smalia. Welcome to another episode of the Chakula podcast. Today, I'm very fortunate to be joined here by Alice Kemunto, who's one of the partners of the Food Rights Program under Heinrich Ball Foundation Nairobi office. Karibu to the show, Alice. Thank you so much she'll be speaking to us or basically shedding light on what consumers can do towards the realization of the human right to food here in Kenya. So Alice, you have been in the consumer advocacy space for quite some time now. Can you walk us through your journey and also share with us what it means to be a champion for consumers?
0: Thank you so much for this opportunity. This is a very rare opportunity for me to share the story of a Consumer Grassroots Association. We started as a CBO called Grassroots Advocacy And what we used to do by that time, uh, we were looking into uh, commodities that were being sold in the market, and especially on uh, areas of weights and also adulteration. Uh, Little did we know that all that we were doing is on consumer protection. So later on uh, in 2015, when we started this uh, Mm -hmm. grassroots advocacy was in 2010. In 2015, we thought of now being national. And that's when now we thought of uh, registering consumer grassroots association as a national organization to champion for consumer rights. And uh, it wasn't easy because there are some people that felt they owned the space. So for three years we got resistance uh, to register the organization but in 2018 we were formally registered as a national organization championing for consumer rights. That is our short story.
1: Yeah and what does it really mean to be a consumer or basically to be a champion for consumers?
0: Uh, what it means is that uh, uh, all that is within you and around you is just to ensure that consumers get the best. You uh, advocate for consumer rights and ensure Mm -hmm. that uh, their rights are not infringed. You educate them on their rights and that's all that we do as champions. And um, it's not really easy to be a champion, but it takes grace but at the same time uh, it's dedication.
1: It's quite interesting how Consumer Grassroots Association has really grown to do what you are currently doing at the moment and at least one of the areas where consumers have not been actively engaged is food and food related issues according to you why do you think consumers haven't been actively engaged on these issues despite the importance it has on their day-to-day life health and safety
0: Uh, We know that without food, we cannot survive. We all know that. This is a fact. But at the same time, uh, because of uh, the economic uh, situation that we have in the country, and especially let me talk of consumers in Africa, but specifically in Kenya, sometimes consumers just go for what they can afford, just for their own sustainability, not what is good for their own health. And number two, many consumers do not have uh, avenues to tell what is good for their health or what is not good for them. So for that reason, lack of information, lack of access to information mm-hmm. on uh, our commodities that are being sold or food that is sold in the market is an embedment because it's really forcing consumers not to know even what to advocate for. That even when they know things are bad, they even don't know where to take uh, their complaints to. And that's why at this moment, as an organization, we've realized that consumers need a lot of information and that's why we are going uh, out of our way to educate them to know their rights and to demand for those rights. Yeah. So the reason why consumers are not really involved is co- because they don't know and also because of the demand in the market. So whatever they find that, can, uh, that their pockets can be able to afford is what they go for.
1: So basically we can also blame it on uh, class. Basically if you have classism, if you have money you can only, the assumption that always exists when you have money, you can only afford, you can only eat good food, but if you don't have the money, you can eat whatever whatever is there in the market.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It it's also comes with class. But even with class, there are some people that have money but what they are purchasing, they may not know what they are mm. purchasing, where they save for them. But to a large extent, class, yes. That if I have money, I can go to maybe an organic shop and get good food from there. I can afford that. If I have money, uh, I can go to a supermarket and most of consumers must think that they feel that a food sold in in, in supermarkets is safe for them but uh, if I don't then I'll go to Korokocho and I get food that has been grown in the sea which may be fresh produce and that's what I'll, I'll buy for myself. So it's true that class plays a major role when it comes to
1: food issues. Quite devastating. At the end of the day we, we all have a right to eat good food.
0: Yeah yeah yeah. Consumers have rights, and one of the rights is to ensure that they eat good food of a uh, reasonable quality and uh, a good food that is available. So the government has a responsibility to ensure that consumers have enough food that is also safe for mm, them. Mm, yes, mm. we all have that right.
1: Yeah, Alice, last year's Consumer Grassroots Association, the organization you work for, conducted a survey that created a lot of conversation around food safety. What are some of the key insights from the survey that you would want to share with us today?
0: To begin with, the survey was carried out in three counties, mm-hmm. that is Kirinyaga, Nairobi, and Kajiado counties, and our sample size was over 9,000 uh, respondents, and the consumers, uh, what came out from the survey is that consumers are very worried, that was the main thing, they are very worried on what they consume, uh, because before, other players thought that consumers are not do not care about their own health, but this survey showed us clearly that consumers are Worried about their own health and they are very worried about what they consume. That is one thing that came out very clearly. Number two, the issue of use and misuse of pesticides came out also very loudly uh, because of the areas that we targeted also. There are some areas that they are planting uh, foodstuff or fresh produce and they are also using chemicals to grow the, the fresh produce. And um, there are consumers that told us clearly that in those areas they are even suffering from some respiratory diseases Mm. and there are also other things that have been connected to pesticides even including productivity. So also that is one area that came out very very key. The issue of contamination of food from farm to fork also came out very clearly and even when they are being transported. The issues of markets at the counties, consumers feel that the markets that the they they are buying their food from are not really, uh, they are not guaranteeing them uh, food safety and this was going uh, specifically for those uh, open air markets. But those consumers that buy food from the supermarkets, they felt that it's a little bit safe for them but those, the men of us, the mamambogas that are selling and also the open air markets, consumers feel are not really uh, at a good state for them. So that is also something that came out that they are markets are not up to standard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, So those are the major issues that came from uh, the survey. And uh, also that the counties are not really doing enough to guarantee them uh, food safety. So that's also something that came out very clearly. Yeah,
1: it's quite interesting that you can see now that consumers are really concerned when it comes to food safety. One of the key things for me from the survey is also that consumers are actually not confident about the way their counties are handling food. You've also mentioned it about how counties are handling food safety issues. You've also mentioned the reason as to why, but how can counties be more proactive in this regard?
0: Oh, To begin with, it's good to note that there are many laws And regulations and policies that have been scattered in different different departments, different uh, ministries that ensure consumer food safety. That is, but uh, it's also good to note that there's a progress that has started being made at the national level to bring all these departments together, even though it has not been realized. Uh, This, uh, we thank, uh, we want to thank HBS for supporting consumer grassroots. Association Because of the support, we were able to attend some of those meetings just to go through to walk through with them this journey and ensure that consumers get the best. Now, uh, the reason why counties mm-hmm. need to do more is because uh, agriculture, if we talk of agriculture as one of the areas where food issue or fall under has been devolved. But at the same time, we have health and other departments where safety issues have been uh, highlighted. The county government needs to do more, first of all, on ensuring that there are legislations on food safety. Because what are you going to follow on? Like now, us as consumers, consumer rights advocates, what are we going to use to ensure that consumers are safe? Where are we going to get questions? uh, What are we going to base our questions on if there are no laws that have been enacted at the county level to ensure that consumers are safe so first thing that the county government should do is to ensure that there are policies that have been developed mm-hmm. at county level for consumer protection and when in these three counties when we went around uh, we realized that there are no laws that are protecting consumers at the county level and remember all counties are they are very unique yeah. they are unique and with their uniqueness they need to come up with laws and regulations that will protect their own consumers in that county. So, this is one thing that uh, that we, we, we encourage the government to do. And uh, from the report, we have done petitions to the county government of Kajiado. So, basically, Kajiado. Th- that is what CGA is currently
1: doing to ensure?
0: Yes. Sure. Ah, okay. yes. Mm-hmm. So, CGA has done petition to the county of Kirinyaga, Nairobi County, and also Kajiado County. The coming year, we are going to ensure that uh, we follow up to make sure that the laws or areas that we are cited in the report have been picked up and legislation t- done on the same and uh, adopted by the counter assembly to be used by different departments. Mm. Then from there, uh, we have also encouraged the county government to ensure that even in their public participation, they make sure that they set apart time and also allocate resources for consumer sensitization so that consumers can know what their rights are and how they they can they, they can go about um, ensuring that they are not infringed
1: yeah, just a clarification, Alice. Have mm-hmm. you done the petitions in all the three counties? Yes, we did the petition in
0: uh, Nairobi County, Kirinyaga County, and Kajiado County. But at the time we went to Kajiado County, we realized that uh, they picked it up very quickly and matched it with uh, the bill that they have already started developing at Kajiado County. Mm-hmm. So in the process, they incorporated Consumer Grassroots Association to be part of the, the team that oh, is working on wow. uh, that bill and also the bill is on um, the food safety bill and also we have the crop bill that they are coming up with and we have other bills that are in agriculture. There are many but we are trying to ensure that consumer protection has been enacted Mm. or has been captured in those bills. So going forward we will be following up to ensure that that the bills pass to to, to make part of the laws of Kajiado counties. So that will be our own, our, our, our activity in the next uh, year yeah. to ensure that happens. Yeah,
1: that's actually very positive news. Yeah. But as we are almost finishing the show and as we wind down, besides, besides Kajiadu, do you see any change coming? Besides in Kajiadu County, where at least you've been able to see at least positive, positive steps from the government and also not necessarily from the government. Are you also seeing change in terms of like consumers agitating, basically consumers agitating for safe food in the coming year? Or in the future,
0: I, I'm really glad that uh, uh, many players on in this uh, in this area of uh, food safety mm-hmm. are doing their bit. But from our own end, and uh, with the support of uh, HBS, going forward, we are going to, to to carry on with our consumer sensitization, that is advocacy and education. Yeah. But we are seeing change because even when we started this issue of food safety, we are seeing most consumers coming out and even reporting uh, issues that are happening. They are reporting uh, maybe what is happening on their food uh, system. So um, we are seeing change, even if we've not really quantified it. If you can see many agitations now coming even on social media, you could see that there's a level of information now that are, that's being trickled down uh, to consumers. But we want to do even more. And we are calling on all our players in this uh, sector to ensure that we work together, we collaborate for consumers to get right information because if they don't know what will they agitate for they need this information they need to be equipped so that they can go out there and do the needful. Because uh, when consumers get this information, they can even push more for government to take action and give them what they need.
1: Wow, thank you so much, Alice, for joining me today and for the good insights you've been able to share with me. We've now come to the end of the show. Do you have any parting shots?
0: What I would like to tell all the listeners is that you are, first of all, a consumer. Even if you are in any sector, you are, first of all, a consumer. So wherever you see or you hear that uh, consumer rights are being infringed, please take action. Uh, We want to call on you also to use your networks to spread the message. Let us uh, have safe food for our own good because if uh, our food is safe, then our health will be safe. Then we'll have a
1: healthy nation and a healthy world to live in. Wow, thank you so much, Alice. I think I can also add to your powerful words. (laughs) I think people need to also appreciate the term consumer more. Because we are moving from a population where everyone is a farmer to a different dynamic, where the only thing that connects all of us is consumption. True, yeah. true,
0: true, true. So if, if, you, if you know that even if you are in media,
1: you just know you are a consumer, yeah, first of all.
0: Yeah. Those who are in other areas, they should know that they are consumers of services and goods. Kindly, uh, as you've clearly said, let me just be loud
1: enough and say, <laughs> let us appreciate
0: that word called
1: consumer. Thank you so much Alice and thank you so much to our listeners for listening in until the end of the show. If you enjoyed this episode or if you have any questions leave them on the comment section below. Asante sana. Until next time. Bye bye.